0: The How I ripped off Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast. My name is Chip Thompson, and I'm joined as always by Mr. MC. That will be me. And this is episode 11 of season one of Chip. Kill Me Quick. Was that what it was called? No, Kiss Me Quick. Kill, no, me, kill me Quick. Co- <laughs> I'll edit out and just make it sound like I said, Kill Me Quick, and everything will be fine. That is a literal quest. <laughs> After
1: however many years we've been doing this podcast, it's the only thing that Too will many. provide a sweet release. Too
0: many. What happened
1: last time, MC? Uh, Chip dealt with his emotions in a healthy way. As always. Um, uh, blah, 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 uh, Chip found out that there were some demons who were apparently trying to raise the one. <gasps> Uh, in an assortment of abandoned churches all over New York um, He uh, uh, decided to alienate his friends in the process of stopping them uh-huh. um, And rather than saying, hey, I'm going to stop them and destroy the book He was like, get out of my way Because <laughs> <laughs> he's cool and yeah, dark I just looked like he sex was... <laughs> Well, that, <no>, obviously <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, uh, they weren't sure if he was going to go evil or, again, the evil switch. Uh, so they tried to stop him. Everyone was a fight. Everyone was a fight. Everyone was a fight. Everyone was a fight. <laughs> Doctor Firemaster, is that you? <laughs> You've been reading this for too long. <laughs> Kill me quick. <laughs> um, and in the end, uh, Chip destroyed the book forevermore. Mm. No more wands, no more brick-fearing... Baseball... Baseball, no more you having to do... Baseball-headed demons. Voice. No more horrific demon voices until the next one I choose to inflict Uh on myself.
0: Uh, And Chip apologised? Kind of. Yeah, and it was all kind of revealed to be Ridley's plan. Yeah. He kind of set it all up as a healthy exercise for Chip. Catharsis, yeah. Yep. Uh, I mean, I could see how that may have backfired upon Ridley quite badly because he could be dead along with everyone else. Yeah,
1: I guess he had more faith in Chip. He had more faith in Chip than Chip has
0: himself. That's really nice, and probably way better than what I actually wrote at the yeah. time, so yeah. <laughs> well done. <laughs> what do we think this episode is going to be about? Because we kind of guessed it, maybe some sort of seaside pun yeah. on yeah. the Kiss Me Quick thing, so it's going to be like Chip on a postcard, Ribby really on putting his face through one of those whole things. Coney Island, is that a New York thing? I don't know, I definitely wouldn't have known it back then. That's true. <laughs> so let's find <laughs> out, MC, as we get into Kill Me Quick Part 1. Previously on Chip. Wait! Chip yelled, grabbing hold of Cat's arm. Let go! Cat struggled. Chip spun her around so she was facing him. The two looked at each other for a couple of seconds before leaning in to kiss one another. (laughs) Cat had come back with Chip last night, and they had spent the night together. Only now, in the morning, Chip was alone. Cat had left. Look, Cat, it seems like you've got a lot of stuff going on at the moment, so maybe you don't need a friend or a relationship right now. But there are some things in this world that we all need. A place under the sun and a million dollars. Cat laughed. Companionship. Cat stopped laughing and looked down at her feet, nodding. She didn't say anything. If you decide, I'll be around. She's gone. Chip said. The girl? Well, that's hardly surprising. What is it between you two? No oh, my dear. Nothing, I guess. But there's something about her. something not right. Cat looked into Chip's eyes. He stared right back and let her go. She continued to look at Chip for a few seconds before her face turned to an expression of anger. You ever interfere in my life again and I'll kill you! She pushed past Chip. Go to hell! She yelled as she left the apartment. Every beat cut a wave through the club like a sledgehammer banging down on a block of steel. It was strong, deep, it took your breath away and brought twice the amount back. What? Um, So, so, uh, the beat cut a wave through the club. Okay, so we're in a nightclub. Yeah. Which I never would have been to at this point in my life. Yeah. Okay. Like a sledgehammer banging down on a block of steel. Okay, I mean, it's still an image. Yeah, that works. But it was strong deep. It took your breath away and brought twice the amount back. Like, of, of breath? Yeah. So, you have no breath in your body, but you've got twice the amount you normally would... I don't think. Is there someone with like a respirator or a ventilator
1: going around (laughs) pumping air into your lungs? Hitting a
0: sledgehammer and some metal next to you. (laughs) Oh, it's really good this tune, isn't it? Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I don't think analogies were my strong point back then. Uh, Yeah, yeah. You could see the exit, but the giant maze-like tempo meant you just kept getting more and more lost. What (laughs) weird (laughs) synthesia. Bullshit is going on here. That's the tempo maze. Don't you understand music, MC? God, (laughs) I went clubbing all the time. Yeah. Yeah. What? Seriously, (laughs) what, though? You could see the exit, but the giant maze-like tempo meant you just kept getting more and more lost. I don't know what you're confused about. Your body had to obey. Eyes closes, limbs flying about the place like they were trying to flee their sockets. Tying. Oh, tying to flee their sockets. Eyes closes, (laughs) limbs flying about the place like they were tying to
1: flee their sockets. Did fucking
0: Gollum write this? What is this horrific? This is like something from a uh, uh, horror novel. Yeah. It's not over. Heartbeat being determined by the incline and skill of a DJ, the feeling of losing control, and yet having a grip on everything, it made you free, if only for a few minutes.
1: Have you ever read Naked Lunch? <laughs>
0: yes. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but I hadn't at this point, so... Hmm. I, I'm just confused. Gonna skip over that. Good. It's me trying, isn't it? That's yes. what it is. And, and failing. But with enough failures, you will succeed. How long have we been doing this podcast? (laughs) Life was similar. Oh, God. Oh, no. We follow the beat of whatever urges and hormones are being pumped into us, the influence of important people, and pure pressure to be better, stronger, or faster than your rival. Oh, God. You're so deep. So deep. Oh, God. This is like something from a live journal. (laughs) We all have our own beats to follow, but unlike then, a but unlike then, escapism of dancing the night away in a club, we can never pause for breath. Is that because it brought twice the amount of breath back? It must be, I guess. The exit is simple, but the path is trickier. <laughs> oh. Have I, I... Hey, is this definitely an episode of Chip? Or is this some, like, thing I wrote when someone pumped a load of drugs into me one night? It, I honestly think you stole this from somewhere. Or a I bunch don't, of it. Nothing like this has ever been written before, like, MC. something shit somewhere that you saw on the internet some of these don't know i really think this is because a common theme i guess maybe since the last season of tomorrow gaysing as well maybe Mm. is to kind of this set up intro of describing the Mm. world or a feeling or something Mm. like i think that's what i thought writing was you know like Mm. you know the start of a chapter of a book they kind of set up where you are and what's Mm. happening and the the vibe of it it does i mean to be fair it's it shows a greater understanding of writing
1: rather than big demon, hitty, <laughs> bang, bang. Yeah, I kind of get it, but don't all at the
0: same time. Yeah, yeah. the execution is... Less than good. I think it's like, for so long with this I tried to emulate Buffy and yeah. steal from Buffy and yeah. now it's me trying to find my own voice yeah. and trying to explain the feeling of a nightclub. Even though you've never been? Yeah, and just trying to gauge what I thought it was yeah. and make it sound incredibly wanky yeah. because I thought that's what a good author did. Yeah. Yay. We're all led to... Oh, God, there's fucking more. We're all led to believe that one day we will find the piece of paper that has the notes written down that life will be explained to us in one overworded and stuck-up paragraph. I wonder what that's like. (laughs) An overword... If it was
1: one overworded and stuck-up paragraph, that'd be a relief.
0: Is this me trying to be meta? No. No? No, I don't think... I think this is you being sincere. Oh. But it won't. And a lot of people are becoming frustrated with that. Had like... you just seen Fight Club? <laughs> Had you just seen Fight Club? Possibly. I think Fight Club is probably an influence in this at some point. I don't yeah. know when it comes in, but that's definitely an influence. Cat yeah. threw, i spelt incorrectly, her arms up in the air. The song bouncing off the four small and dirty walls of the club. She was in, filled her oh with God. breath. Oh, my God. I... I mean, the the title was confusing enough, but just the opening... At least we've got to cat, that's something, I guess. Something we can just grasp onto, something (laughs) we know is tangible, that we know is real. Oh, God. She was free as she moved her body. Surrounded by a few dozen equally sweaty bodies, she still felt alone. That was until a man approached her. He wore black leather trousers, a pink and white striped shirt, and his hair slicked back like a Japanese anime character. He sounds cool. (laughs) (laughs) He was well built, his muscles not needing to be intentional flexed to shine under his sweat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good God.
1: Oh. This is, is this the worst? I, is this when it starts turning into erotic? <laughs>
0: <laughs> but his muscles didn't need to be intentional flexed to shine under his sweat. The
1: buffier you get, the shinier your muscles
0: are. <laughs> Eventually <laughs> you get so buff you just gleam. <laughs> Do you remember last week when we said the ending to that chip episode with the one was actually almost good or at least was the probably the best thing that's ever been Fakely. written in this. Yeah. Because it was kind of interesting, you know, they Ridley was doing this and this has just gone off the fucking deeper yeah. now, hasn't it? <laughs> oh God. He whispered something to Kat, but she didn't hear him. She didn't need to. He continued to speak, and she quickly became bored. She ran her left hand from his shoulder all the way down to his knee, crossing his groin on the way. That's a weird way <laughs> of flirting. We Just so swipe knee. at people. <laughs> 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 like a dog begging for a treat. <laughs> Look, your hand starts in the head, and you're like, yeah, down to the shoulder. Okay, stomach, bit weird, groin, aloe. Oh, it's still going. It's on my knee now. <laughs> Finally! <laughs> The knee is the only true erogenous zone. <laughs>
1: Everything else is foreplay. Oh god.
0: It wasn't long until they were embracing tied up in a lip lock. That
1: almost sounds like a limp biscuit <laughs> lyric. <laughs>
0: tied up in a lip lock! You wouldn't kiss your mother this way. And <laughs> what, 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 you mean after what, what, stroking <laughs> her <laughs> knee?
1: When her hair is slicked back like a Japanese anime character and her muscles
0: are all shiny. How buff is your mum? <laughs> I mean, she lifts, but... You wouldn't kiss your mother this way, and you wouldn't want her to know that you kiss someone like that. God, this is still—it's the same fucking page. It's page oh, one. God, it's still going. Stop. Cat continued to stroke the man's body before breaking away from his mouth and taking him by one arm, dragging him towards the exit. He resisted slightly, so she tugged harder, pulling him forwards with a jerk. When Kat finally got him outside of the club, which was situated in the half of New York tourists don't visit, he seemed to be angry, clutching his arm. Now I'm just imagining there's like
1: a big line through the half of New York, like East <laughs> Berlin and West <laughs> Berlin. Tourist New York, not tourist New York. Do you a want- tourist tries to cross over, sees a promising <laughs> hot dog stand, yeah. armed guards appear.
0: <laughs> Did I hurt you? Cat asked with little sympathy in her voice. You damn near yanked my arm out of his socket. He moaned. Cat viciously grabbed the shoulder, squeezing it. The shoulder. But not the knee. (laughs) He's only got one. (laughs) He let out a cry, but it was over quickly. She broke her hold and slipped backwards into the alleyway. He pursued her, pinning Cat close to a brick wall when he caught up with her. Probably don't need a drink for that, right? You could pour a drink. (laughs) True. Hurt me, she whispered, biting his ear. Oh, God. (laughs) You want me to hurt you? He asked, beginning to
1: breathe a little harder. Uh, It's because he's out of the club now. and he's not getting (laughs) twice the amount of
0: breath returned to him. Cat nodded. Fine. He wrapped his hand around her throat and slammed her against the wall. You can drink for that. We all need a drink to get through this episode, I think.
1: (laughs) We're still on page one. Oh, my God. It has been the longest page. (gasps) God.
0: I'm going to kill you, you bitch. He leaned in to kiss her, heaving bosoms. Heaving bosoms! <laughs> Amazing! You must have read Mills and Boo. Uh, this is so many levels of wrong. Yeah. I just hate it, MC. I hate it. I it don't is, want to do it this. It
1: is the worst. It, no, it's not the worst, but it's it's
0: up there. It's like it's, top ten of horrific uh, things that make you <laughs> cringe. If we had like a list of top ten terrible... Part written parts yeah. of the whole podcast, this would be firmly in there. Yeah. Definitely. <sighs> Before he could reach his target, a shadow leapt out of the dark, taking him down.
1: I still don't know if this is literally... I mean, when he says, I'm going to kill you, you bitch. <laughs> like, there's not... There's a line between Kinky and, like, is this yeah. another demon sent to kill
0: her? For well, reasons unknown. What I think yeah. is... Kat obviously has some sort of mysterious past that we've touched upon before. Yeah. She's meant to be all dark and clearly she tries to distract herself by having lots of sex with lots of different men because that's what I thought dark lots women did sex. back in the day. Yeah, yeah. In, like, anyways, yeah. Yep. in the non-tourist area half of New York. Yeah, and I think the idea is that Kat is supposed to like, you know, she wants to be hurt so she doesn't feel the pain of her life. Yeah. And now she's just riled this muscled up anime dude so much that he thinks it's like, yeah, I'm going to fucking kill you, bitch. And that's what kinky is. <laughs> Oh, God. Before he could reach his target, a shadow leaped out of the dark, taking him down. They both rolled on the floor a couple of times before getting to their feet. What the? The man started to say, before Chip cut him off with a straight right hand. Chip always cock-blocking Cat. (laughs) Is he he just casually stalking her, like, No, don't have sex, that's bad. Don't work in this place, that's bad. You're a bad person, let me tell you how to be good. I understand it now. Look at this thing I wrote earlier. It's a poem that I did. It's a good thing you're not homeless. <laughs> the man flew backwards, crashing into a pile of trash cans and rubbish backs, cold. <laughs> crashing into a pile of trash cans and rubbish backs. <laughs> What's a rubbish back? Is what they have in the non-tourist half of New York. <gasps> oh, for fuck's sake. Well, at least we're on page two, I guess. That's some progress. Chip looked at the man, slightly confused. He had been expecting a tougher fight than that. Then again, he'd been expecting to fight a demon, not a human. He didn't just accidentally kill a human again, <laughs> did he? This it's is becoming a habit. It's fine, he was a drug-dealing bastard of some description, I'm sure. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? Cat demanded to know. I thought... Chip turned to face her. That He was hurting you. He was, and I was enjoying it. Cat started to walk off. Chip slowly walking behind her. You know, there's a special clubs for things like that, he said. She stopped and turned. Why are you even here? Have you been following me? Chip denied it. I was around and I I thought you might need some help. That's Ridge coming from you. Cat started to yell. Trying to end the world lately. Oh, it's getting mm-hmm. personal. There was a thing at the end of the last episode where obviously Chip had been fighting Ridley and Cat mm. and Chip seemed to make peace with Ridley about it but Cat didn't seem to want to know. She just kind of walked off and mm-hmm. left them. So is this Chip trying to make amends? By stalking her? (laughs) I know we haven't spoken since... Chip trailed off. How's the ribs? Fine. Are we done with the small talk? Want to have another throw down? No, I just... Was following me. Cat finished his sentence. She turned on her heels and started to walk away again. A few seconds later, she turned back round. Chip was gone. Cool, so chip stalking stuff. Great, you know. brilliant. This is just gets even better, doesn't it? <laughs> what I really wanted for that kind of opening to end with was Chip being a massive stalker now. Yeah, <laughs> it's just really <laughs> icing on the cake, isn't it? <laughs> Cherry on top. This is one of my least favourite episodes. I'm just going to put that out there yeah. now.
1: We're only two pages. In. Well, one and a half pages Then. <laughs> Fuck me. Okay, how
0: about some cards? Ridley reached into his inside pocket and pulled out his lucky deck of cards. I'm really happy with Ridley now. I think this is yeah. going to be nicer. It's just yeah. conning someone else in the same bar. Sure, it will go well, like always. They were mainly lucky because they were rigged for any type of game: poker, blackjack, even a quick game of snap. <laughs> 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 How many con men, card-playing wheeler dealers are out there? Like, hey, buddy, want a game of snap? Sometimes he has to con children. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, times are rough. <laughs> I see oh. you, Hubba Bubba. <laughs> And I'll raise you a other sweet... Uh, A jelly baby. Yeah, (laughs) sure, but (laughs) did that. Can't hang with the big boys. You better go
1: back to junior school.
0: Many years spent practising with cards and downloading useful information from the internet had helped him to hone his hustling skills. Hustlingdemonsatcards.com.biz Do you want to beat a vampire at Snap? (laughs) the demon Ridley was talking to was just over the 8 foot mark and had a long giraffe like neck
1: oh thank god we're back to describing demons thank god is he it it honestly feels like a safe like place somewhere I can sort of get my breath back
0: and feel well not have two pumped into you yeah yeah (laughs) Also, is this demon over the eight-foot mark because he's got a giraffe neck? Is the rest of him like a normal-sized person, but he's got a giraffe giraffe neck on him? (laughs) No, just (laughs) a giraffe
1: head and neck. He keeps (laughs) stopping to chew some leaves
0: off (laughs) high
1: trees.
0: (laughs) You're right, this is oddly comforting now. Giraffe person. The demon Ridley was talking to was just over the eight-foot mark and had a long giraffe-like neck. Its wide, red mouth was open slightly, and a clear fluid dripped onto the floor of the bar. It's just a
1: drooling giraffe <laughs> neck-head demon. He plays Snap.
0: In my head, he's in like a suit as well, and I don't know oh, why. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The demon bar had been quickly refurbished after Chip had destroyed it a few weeks back. Mark, the owner of the bar, didn't like violence in his place, and most of the regulars knew the rules and respected them. Side note, hmm. so you know how this is uh, basically Angel, how I ripped off Angel? Hmm. This kind of sounds like uh, the the karaoke bar with law. Oh, yeah. No violence inside or demon's welcome kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. If they start singing, we're done. I'm just ending the <laughs> podcast, okay? <laughs> Please. <laughs> <laughs> the demon bar had been quickly refurbished after Chip had destroyed it a few weeks back. Mark, the owner of the bar, didn't like violence in his place, and most of the regulars knew the rules and respected them. But every now and then, someone would come in and tear up the place. Mock was still on the mend after his encounter with New York's resident ninja, and service was a little slow. But he wasn't one to close down on the account of a... Sever... Sever... Sev- sev- beating? You meant severe, but you put sever. Sever beating. Oh, sever beating sounds horrible. Just got severed. <laughs> no wonder service is so slow. Although he had taken to sitting out back and letting the temporary staff take care of the bar area. So they're letting Ridley back in, even though he
1: kind of... Wasn't he the one that brought Chip there,
0: or...? Yeah, he was, but I guess he's not responsible for Chip's actions. I suppose. It's the rules, (laughs) it? It's very understanding of Mark. If you run a demon bar, I guess you have to have certain leeway with certain people. Like, the way that's written, it's like, yeah, it gets torn up once a week. Yeah, true. The demon stared at Ridley, who tried to explain. See, cards is another way of gambling, and we both know gambling equals fun. Okay, Like Snap. Ridley nodded with a smile. The demon smiled too, like he knew what Ridley was talking about. I'm glad he does, because I don't. But I won't rush you into a complicated game of pears just yet. Ridley winked. I don't know if that's real or not, or if he's joking. He actually has gambling (laughs) pears. Is that the more advanced version of Snap?
1: (laughs) We'll start out simple with, say, you're a moron.
0: This is how you play. He took the first card off of the top of the pack, a ten of hearts, and slammed it down onto the bar. See, if we were playing, you're a
1: moron. Properly, right now, you'd owe me ten bucks. Right now, we play for real.
0: Again, Ridley slammed the card off the top of the pack onto the bar, a four of clubs. Thirteen dollars. Ridley held out his hand. I feel like this giraffe demon person isn't the most intelligent of uh, creatures.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I thought maybe he was going to be intelligent and be like, Aha, I know you're cunning me. I can see with my enormous <laughs> giraffe head. I can see the cards. I can see it with
0: my neck. I don't know. <laughs> that first page just fucking killed me, man. Oh, this is a slog, isn't it? The demon looked puzzled for a second, but quickly shook that off and floated his wallet out of the brown slacks he wore. Floated? Yeah. Has he got sort of telekinesis kind of? It's a- <laughs> Giraffe-necked telekinesis <laughs> demon. Why is this not the big bad? <laughs> After giving Ridley his winnings, the demon went to float it back into his pocket. Ridley caught it. Why don't we leave that out for now? He smiled again. Just then, the bar doors flew open and in walked Chip. The demon seemed to recognise the ninja and shuffled away. So, not sorry to go back, but where did
1: this giraffe-necked telekinesis demon get his money from if he's that
0: stupid well he works at an accounting firm right The nine to five sort of thing you know in the room yeah he's yeah. got long reach with his head so he can look Twenty thousand a year you know oh. it's not too bad not too exciting but that's how he likes it you know he has a game of snap on the weekends
1: i like this giraffe demon i want to spend
0: more time with him oh you can write the spin-off if yeah. you want <laughs> giraffe neck demon <laughs> Just then, the bar doors flew open and in walked Chip. The demon seemed to recognise the ninja and shuffled away. Hey, Chip sat down on a stool next to Ridley. Hey. He replied. They sat in silence for a while.
1: So, you're going to be angsty all night? I think we can both answer that <laughs> one.
0: <laughs> also, Chip just brazenly walking back into the place? Like, <laughs> I'm sorry I destroyed it last week, but a pint, please. I guess he doesn't give a fuck, basically. Yeah, He's, yeah he doesn't... Give a fuck.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That post page really did kill oh, me. It's
0: really ruined this whole website. Oh, I'm really sorry for everyone was... listening to this. I apologise. Okay, okay, we're in it, we're in it, we're Ooh. in it. We're back. Okay. Giraffe neck demon. That's all I need. <sighs> I reckon we should have one of those posters on the wall he's hanging from <laughs> his neck and it's like hanging there. <laughs> so,
1: you're going to be angsty all night. I'm not- Chip looked at Ridley. Whatever you say, buddy. How you doing anyways?
0: Been better? I can imagine. I guess I'm a little shaky. That night, it brought a few things flooding back. Which is probably why I haven't seen you for a few
1: weeks. You've most likely been out, beating the crap out of the evil things to make yourself better.
0: I've been sitting at home, staring down empty bottles littering my floor. Oh. Ridley adjusted his seating position.
1: Look, Chip- Sitting alone in the dark, drinking yourself to oblivion isn't going to help, no, spelt incorrectly, <laughs>
0: yeah. one. I didn't drink that much. I just finished off what I had.
1: Okay, right now I'm going to give a lecture and it's going to be slightly deep and meaningful and it's got a very good point. So try and listen up. He's not going to go on about nightclubs and <laughs> sledgehammers
0: and... If it does, it's going to break us. And then if the episode just suddenly ends, you know why. Yeah. Go for it. Chip ordered a beer.
1: And Mock's like, sure, here you go.
0: Oh, a regular. How are you? Haven't seen you in a bit. You broke the rules. But you know what? We all guys have second chances here at Mock's bar. <laughs> it's like we were a family here. <laughs> sometimes we love. Sometimes we argue. You know, hey, forget about it.
1: A few years. Oh, God, this is a long time. Jesus this is Christ. Fucking hell. OK. <gasps> a few years ago, I knew this guy. He had fallen on hard times before and had been trying to set himself straight. When I knew him, he was very old, coming to the end of his days. He was heavy into the occult, pretty powerful warlock. Anyways, he used to have a small place down by the harbour. He liked the sea air. One time I was hanging out there when I heard a small noise coming from the window. He walked over and picked something up off the floor. It was four small wooden ornaments of safari animals. Oh, giraffe. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing special. You wouldn't give them a second look on eBay. <laughs> the amount of times I've written four small wooden ornaments of safari animals on eBay would be like, they're not right, you know? I mean, they're OK. He walked over and picked something off the floor. It was four small wooden ornaments of safari animals. Nothing special. You wouldn't give them a second look on eBay. He picked them up, placed them back by the window. I must have been at his place for a few hours, and these little animals fell off the window seal. Seal? C-E-I-L. Seal. Seal? (laughs) Seal. New York architecture. (laughs) All windows have seals seals on them. I must have been at his place for a few hours, and these little animals fell off the window seal. At least... Window sill! Oh
0: my God, you're trying to say seal. I, I know, just... had you not picked that from that? No. Oh, yeah, window I seal. I what the fuck you were saying. <laughs> I'm trying to say window seal, but I put window seal? <laughs> yeah, like, I know how to spell ceiling. <laughs> I just take the first
1: syllable. <laughs> oh. I must have been in this place for a few hours. But these little animals fell off the window seal. <laughs> At least five or six times. And every time, he would pick them back up. I asked him why. What was so special about them and why didn't he move them? He told me that patience and understand were two of the most important things in life. It was almost like homemade therapy. What? Not like the, the factory made <laughs> therapy that you get. It's all processed these days, isn't it? Not like in my day. You want my organic. gran used to spend all day <laughs> kneading the therapy dough. She had
0: horrible arthritis, but it didn't stop her. Picking up four wooden safari animals is homemade therapy. Yes.
1: Yep. <sighs> Nearly there. Uh, he saw something in those wooden objects. He saw life. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. In our existence, sometimes the wind does blow and we get knocked down. <laughs> but I get up again because you're never going <laughs> to keep me down. I could seriously deal with a whiskey drink and a tequila drink. <laughs> and all of the drinks. I can't believe this old warlock is Chumba Wumba. <laughs> In our existence, sometimes the wind does blow and we get knocked down. If no one is there to pick us up, then we've got to do it ourselves. There weren't just some pretty little animals he had picked up in a flea market to decorate his place. There were his hope, his faith, in himself.
0: So, oh my god, that was almost as long as the first page. I have been waiting since the start of the podcast to get to this bit. Really? <laughs> oh, this is going to be really hard to talk about and very embarrassing but I remember having a little wooden elephant when I was a teenager. Right. And I had it on my window seal. Right. And the wind would always knock it over. And oh, I'd wow. always put it back again. And I think I thought... I must have maybe started writing this or something. Yeah. But I thought, yeah, philosophy. <laughs> Me having to pick up this wooden <laughs> elephant. And I wrote this thinking about that. And That's I think I thought I was sweet. so deep. And it's not, though, is it? It's fucking pathetic. <laughs> and if I was my <laughs> mother, I would be ashamed. <laughs> Have you been kissing anime heads
1: <laughs> boys and stroking their knees? Is that why it should be joke? No.
0: <laughs> oh, oh fuck, man. On. There's so much going on in this episode and I don't want to discuss any of it. I just want it to end. Unless it's the giraffe neck demon person. I only see... Unless... Unless the rest of the episode is as dire, I think this whole first section is going to be as long as the whole rest of it put together. Yeah. We really thought that Ridley and Chip just having a chat would bring us back to some normality, you know. Ridley's playing snap, it's fine. The giraffe demon brought us up just to send us (laughs) crashing down again with his stupid eBay wooden safari bullshit. So okay, so this old warlock's patience is a virtue and uh, he picks things up again because that's how he wants to do with his life. He just wants and to pick d- himself up again. There's no one else around to do it. You have to yeah. do it yourself. But surely the lesson there is that if the wind keeps blowing them down in the same spot, move. Yeah. Move the spot. Stop getting knocked down. Yeah. You don't have to stay in the horrible place. Hey, it's okay. Why do you deal with it and get over it and whatever else they <sighs> said. And that was my homemade therapy oh. when really what I needed was real therapy. <laughs> Chip, nearly at the bottom of his bottle, stopped as it touched his lips. He sat the beer down on the bar and pushed it aside. Wow. Did I just get through to you? Ridley asked. Just enough to make me see where alcohol was going to take me. There might be hope for you, yet. Yeah. I'm running a bit low on that at the moment. A sad smile crept over Chip's face. Not to worry, bud. we got plenty of time. I didn't just mean me. I saw Cat earlier. She was pretty pissed. Chip cut Ridley off before he could say anything. And not just because of what happened. She seems to have healed pretty quickly. You know... I don't know much about her. Nothing, in fact. And I've been stalking her for <laughs> ages. Just so I can find out more, because that's healthy, right? The girl is a mystery. I think she needs help. Trouble is, she don't want it. And I'm not sure how to give it to her.
1: Yeah, have, have you tried
0: stalking <sighs> her? <sighs> oh, shit. It's not the way. Oh. I think if someone had read this when I was younger, like someone important, they might have given this to the police. <laughs> Cat shuddered as the shot ran down her throat and into her body. Another. She said, slamming the glass down on the bar. I think you've had enough. The young, Asian, fat barman replied. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Young, Asian, fat. (laughs) Should we be grateful that it's a barman and not barmen? Yes. (laughs) Uh, Aww. Cat mocked. I bet you've always wanted to say that, haven't you, sweetheart? Now... Why don't you move your ass and get me a drink? The barman shook his head and fixed the drink. Cat paid her money and prepared to swallow the shot when someone bumped into her from behind, spilling the drink. Look what your boyfriend did to me! The guy Cat had hooked up with earlier shouted. He was accompanied by a large bruise covering his chin and left cheek. Get the hell away from me, you jerk! The guy grabbed Cat by the hair and yanked her back. The two bouncers by the door saw the incident, but before they came charging over, the barman waved his hand to indicate for them to stay back. Oh, gosh. Is that because Cat was, was fat shaming him? Imagine, like, we've worked hospitality lots yeah. before. Imagine if, like, some big dude came in and grabbed someone by the hair pulled them back. We're like, no, 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 let them sort it out. <laughs> yeah, it's between them, don't all Don't right? get involved, yeah. mate. Don't get involved. I've got an audition tomorrow, you
1: whore. Now I'll never get the part. But if I have to go home with a bruise and a headache.
0: Then you ain't sleep easy either. <laughs> I think that punch broke his jaw somewhat as well. <laughs> he spun her around, still grabbing her hair, and reached back his fist. Before he could throw his punch, Cat connected with a knee to his stomach, breaking his hold on her and brought her two hands up, knocking the guy down. She followed up by swinging her foot and landing with a big kick to the guy's groin. He let out a loud scream that was drowned out by the loud music playing. Oh good, we're back in a club. Oh great, can't wait to see what this one's like. The barman signals to the bouncers, this time telling them to get the girl. (laughs)
1: Whoa, there's no self-defence allowed in this bar. If a
0: big dude comes and beats you up, you just accept it. That's for calling me fat. (laughs) Cat didn't see the first guy coming. They were both big, strong and trained to deal with trouble, most of which they liked to cause. These are the worst bouncers ever. Oh, they really are. They don't intervene in trouble, but they like to cause it. <laughs> he weighed in with a massive right hand that bounced off the back of her skull. They
1: really are the worst bouncers. So this... <laughs> Someone defended themselves, better beat the shit out of them.
0: <laughs> he jerked forward, but didn't fall down. I guess he meant but... she jerked forward. Yeah, I guess so, because I'm confused now. The bouncer went to throw another punch, the cat blocker with her left hand and countered with a big right of her own, sending the bouncer back, crashing over the bar. His partner seemed to be surprised and lunged at cat, his two big arms outstretched, ready to grab her. She stepped to her left, brought her knee up to meet the bouncer's chin and then her foot to his face. How short is this bouncer? (laughs) Maybe she jumped, she did like a jumping Okay, sure. Or he's like three foot, who knows? (laughs) He wobbled backwards, looking dazed. Cat put him down on the dance floor with a straight martial arts kick. She looked around the club. Everyone had stopped, including the music, and was now staring at her. She heard someone shout, Call the police! The crowd parted as Cat dashed through them, out of the club, and into the night. The cops come and are like, That's three counts of self
1: defense against people who <laughs> <laughs> weigh twice as much as you. Plus, you fat shame the father. That's, exactly That's the life! <laughs> Three strikes.
0: Four strikes. Yes. That's, that's death. <laughs> was all this just to set up how Cat is super strong can beat up three big dudes? I mean, we've already fucking established yeah. that Cat is handy in a fight. I guess just to re-establish that and the fact that her life is a bit kind of drinking in clubs sure, to forget whatever sure. was in her past is what I imagine. She didn't stop running until she got home. At least that's what she called it. It was really just a small room where the ceiling, not the seal, sagged from the flooded floor above and many trains passed on a regular basis.
1: So like, is the floor, the room above just flooded with water?
0: (laughs) It's just a room full of water. Someone tried to make a swimming pool. (laughs) The light bulb hanging from the ceiling in the middle of the room blinkered, making strange shadows on the walls. Her bed was a single, stained and soiled mattress she had found in the dumpster outside and she didn't have to pay any rent seen as the building was condemned. Oh God, she is homeless. She's going to go mental. (laughs) Kat reached over to the TV set and switched it on. The screen crackled and blinked. She sighed and reached behind the set to make sure the aerial was plugged in. That is old school. Yeah, that really does age this, doesn't it? As she touched the cable, a bright spark flew out and the telly went up in a small puff of smoke as it exploded. The light in the room went out and Kat was left in a dark space. She lay down on her mattress and watched as the trains went by out of the window with no glass. I love how Chip was all like, I'm so hardcore, I don't have central heating. Cat's <laughs> like,
1: whatever pussy, I don't have windows.
0: <laughs>
1: and Chip had a TV, but he didn't watch it. Yeah. Cat has a broken oh, TV.
0: No wonder she's so pissed at him. <laughs> the day seemed to pass quickly, as she slept through the majority of it, waking up with only a few hours of daylight left. Cat showered using the broken and decaying wash area in the building. Luckily for her, hottish water still ran. Somewhere there's another character who doesn't even have hot water <laughs> looking at a cat and being, ah, oh, fucking luxury. After fixing herself up, she headed out of the building. After the scene in the club the night before, Cat knew she wouldn't be welcomed back there, so she decided to head to another bar she knew of. She hoped it was back in business. She should just go to Mock's bar, because he's fine with just the (laughs) people fighting and stuff like that. (laughs) I bet the bouncers there are a lot better as well. Mock wouldn't be like, nah, just leave it, mate. Let her get beaten up. It's all right. So I feel like this is more of a cat-centred episode then, which is for the first time in a way since kind of the opening when Cat and Chip first met. Do you... I'm curious. How... Mm
1: much of my how much was pre-planned and how much was improvised like did you know who cat was her background
0: yada yada or do you sort of like
1: what if there's a mysterious girl who's good <laughs> at fighting uh
0: mm, it's hard to remember exactly yeah but uh what i'd imagine is that i had a really rough idea of where the season was going to go mm. um who the characters were what their arcs were mm. and then kind of weaved it in as i was writing and kind yeah. of planned out oh i do remember having like bullet points of like when major incidents were going to occur so it were right. like, "Hey, this is going to be in this episode this is going to be in this episode right. maybe this will be a one off episode or this is like a mini arc or this mm. is going to be the overarching story that sort of thing yeah. that's how I wrote this masterpiece MC <laughs> that was my I'm method i taking notes <laughs> indeed it was as soon as she stepped through the door of Mox hey. ah, heads turned some 360 degrees not the giraffe the giraffe can they turn their heads 360 degrees no that's I dumb I don't know why I said owls. that owls can <laughs> Owl-headed demons. I'm always getting owls and giraffes mixed up. they are telepathic. Fridays were always busy nights, and tonight was no exception. Kat felt the gazes of several pairs of eyes on her as she strutted across the entrance in her black... Back. In her back miniskirt, dark blue top that showed a hint of cleavage and five-inch calf-high boots. five each. Oh. She's got a back miniskirt and... (laughs) Five
1: each calf-high boots. So she has, like, five boots per calf? calf. She's just, like, (laughs) sellotaped a bunch of boots in a circle around her
0: legs. (laughs) This fucking episode. She knew she wouldn't have to wait long this evening. This was true. Only when the man sat down next to her, she didn't expect it to be Chip, complete with the mineral water in his hand. Uh, how can I show that Chip's off the beer He's got mineral water <laughs> <laughs> Those are the only those are the only things that mock sir
1: beer. beer and mineral water
0: He can't have a Coke Because the sugar you know <laughs> Also I feel like she should expect Chip Because he's stalking her <laughs> You got a lot of nerve Coming back here She commented Yeah well it's my local Chip replied Really I thought you might be following me again Gonna attack any guys that come and speak to me tonight? Depends. You gonna let any of them hurt you? You know, I think it's goddamn rich of you to judge me. Kat snapped. Last time you were here, you left the guy who runs this in a bloody heap, close to death. And you have issues with the way I get my rocks off? I tell you what then, next time one of those men kidnaps you or locks you in a room with a demon that'll rip you to bits, I'll do my best not to save you. Hey, I saved your oh. life once, so that's, that means it's OK for me to stalk you. <laughs> and beat you up and just follow you at everything you do. This is not OK, Chip. You, yeah. You've got no leg to stand on here, mate. Yeah. Cat pondered for a few moments and ordered a drink. She looked up at Chip with those bright eyes that he had noticed the first night they had met. <sighs> She's a woman, so we must describe her with physical features, MC. <laughs> Get the hell away from me, you murdering scumbag. Chip held her icy stare for a few seconds before hopping off the bar stool and making his way back to the table at the back of the bar. He sighed as he sat down and watched Cat at the bar. She was beautiful and quite deadly. <laughs> and Chip wished he knew more about her, so that he possibly had a chance to reach her before it was too late. Thank God Chip is here to save the day. <laughs> of all the people in the world, he is the
1: best... Positioned and capable of reaching this troubled
0: woman. Well, devil's advocate argument here. Chip maybe feels like he sees a lot of himself. Oh, sure, that's fair. The self destructive behaviour. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. Being alone, he's seen where that goes. It's not good because then you end up beating up your friends and trying to end the world. (laughs) A few hours passed, and at least three men and two demons had all gone and sat down next to Kat. She'd been sitting in the same position at the bar since her altercation with Chip. He'd been sitting there, trying to convince himself that he wasn't watching her, but always keeping his gaze on her. Oh no. (sighs) Chip is an incel. It made him feel like a stalker. Only feel like a stalker. It's like, I'm not a stalker though. (laughs) As he's hiding in a cupboard. (laughs) This is fine. It even served as a painful reminder about the times he had staked out people during his stint as an evil ninja back in Tokyo. That damn switch. (laughs) Billy knew Cap was playing with fire. One day she would get seriously hurt by a man or thing willing to take advantage of her. Kat could definitely handle herself. Chip knew this first hand, but being strong and skillful wasn't always enough. And she's a woman, so she can't look after herself. She needs a man in her life, of course. A few more minutes passed when a guy entered a bar. He stood out because he wasn't like the other people in Mox. He seemed almost normal in his semi-expensive suit and well-combed hair. Did it? It didn't cost like six months' salary. <laughs> More like three. He scanned the bar for quickly before walking over to Cat and sitting down next to her. Chip sat up in his chair. He expected Cat to reject a guy like this, not necessarily in a friendly way. The guy smiled. Chip couldn't see Cat's facial reaction to that, as her back was to him. <sighs> Interesting blocking but her body language had become a lot more relaxed since this mystery guy had started talking to her. Ooh, mystery guy in your semi-expensive suit. Oh, did we just make a Peter Andre reference on yeah. the podcast? Brilliant. <laughs> they chatted for a while, with Cat moving nearer to him, even at one point placing her hand on his well-sized shoulder. I bet he's got shiny muscles. <laughs> at least she didn't go for the knee this time. <laughs> Chip was shocked to see the pair get up from their seats and leave the bar, arm in arm, He marched down to the bar area and called out to the barman. You know who I am. Chip asked. The barman nodded. Then you better have some information about the bloke who just left, or you'll be hiding out back with your boss. Good old, well-adjusted, Chip. He doesn't deserve mocks. No. No, he doesn't deserve anything right now. In a way, this is almost like worse than Evil Chip, because at least Evil Chip was like, ha-ha, I'm evil, going to end the world. This is like, I'm a good man, I'm just trying to do a good thing. That man in the nice-looking suit, who obviously Cat liked, they've gone off together and it's not okay, I will stop this, I will end this evil event before it can even occur. Is Am I going to eventually call Chip out on this? Is it going to come to a realisation that Chip is very much in the wrong? Or is it going to be like, oh, that man was evil and I was right, you should listen to me now? Oh, God, I think we both know. <sighs> Twin sisters... Ridley couldn't believe his luck as they rubbed their soft bodies over his. (laughs) Oh my god. I I, I don't like this episode, MC. (laughs) They had fallen for his charm... Without a moment's hesitation, right after had finished his argument with a giant penguin about his financial difficulties. Why is this such an animal-themed episode with a
1: giraffe-headed-necked demon, the four oh. wooden animals, now there's a penguin.
0: A giant. He's had an, an argument with a giant penguin about financial difficulties. Yeah. I don't want to do
1: this anymore. Let's let's see what the next bit is. Maybe will, I'm going to say maybe it will make sense, but that's, a, that's a,
0: a bold statement. The sound of the front door being kicked in woke Ridley from his pleasant dream. Oh, thank you. Oh God. my gosh, thank okay. you. Okay, we don't that's have fine. To, we don't have to try and
1: make that previous <laughs> sentence make
0: sense. Thank fuck. Before he could crawl out of his bed to see what the disturbance was, Chip burst into his bedroom. What the... Ridley said, I've got a job for you. You've got contacts right. You can find out who people are... What they're about. Uh, yeah, sure, but during office hours... Ridley fell off the edge of his bed and pulled himself up using the wall to guide him. No time for wait for morning. This needs to be done now. Get dressed. Chip, bud. Ridley was a little more with it. What's this all about? He sat down on the side of his bed. Cat, she's been... She went off with this guy in the bar. They just went out and left.
1: I see... This wouldn't have anything to do with your slight obsession
0: with the broad, would it? I don't need to hear this now. She could be in danger and we need to move.
1: Ridley, the voice <laughs> is reason.
0: Ridley is the sanest character in the he entire really thing, is. isn't he? And he dreams about penguins. <laughs> <laughs> and arguing with giant penguins about financial difficulties. He is the best
1: character. Yeah. <laughs> I still recall the blazing building we left when I last bumped into her. She gets around, am I right? And during her movements, she picked you up, which made you think that she was someone special. Perhaps someone you can make a connection with. But obviously, she ain't. So forgive me for saying this, Chip, but are you just a little bit
0: jealous? Again, Ridley hitting the... Yeah. Um, I feel like Ridley and Jay should have their own spin-off together, where they go off and have adventures, <gasps> and everything's and they, really lovely. they love each other, they appreciate each yep. other, they're yep. kind to each other. Yep. they'd understand each other's feelings, they'd be really healthy, they'd grow as people. Oh. <sighs> Why couldn't you... <laughs> Why couldn't that have been the spin-off? It's <laughs> this fucking bullshit. <laughs> There's some universe, some timeline somewhere where we're actually doing that right now, and it's oh. lovely... Well, I'm no now I'm sad and angry, yeah. yep.
1: <laughs> Better go stalk someone. <laughs> but obviously she ain't. So forgive me for saying this, Chip. But are you just a little bit jealous? Maybe I am. Um, but you don't know the types of men she seeks out. <laughs> like Chip. Like Chip. <laughs> what if she found a good guy? Stranger than it may seem, it can happen.
0: So, maybe slightly calling out
1: Chip here. Yeah, a little bit. Ridley
0: is the voice of reason. You yeah, know, he's the audience's way in to be like, no, stop it. This is bad behavior. You're an idiot. Um, so, yeah, maybe Chip is just kind of. It's been a while since he've had, he's had any sort of romantic connection with someone. Yeah. So, maybe he's just had this little bit and he's just completely Grasting misread it. it. it yeah. yeah. And just. Uh, he needs that. Yeah. Not okay. Yeah. But at least the show is calling him out on it a bit. Yeah. Uh, he kissed her softly and Cat reacted by shoving her tongue into his mouth. What about his knees, though? <laughs> she pulled him back into the woods area of the park and pushed her back against a tree. Reaching down, Cat unbuckled his belt, pulling his zip down and letting his pants fall to the floor. She removed her underwear and wrapped her legs around his waist. This is a one-off, you get me? She said, pulling his hair back. We'll see. He said before making love to her in the park. <laughs> How romantic. <laughs> God. Uh... I get what I was trying to do but it's so bad <laughs> <laughs> it sure is as the ninja stood at Ridley's front door ready to leave Chip realised this was the first time he called round for a social visit no it wasn't a social visit he wanted Ridley <laughs> to go and stalk Cat with him <laughs> that's how Chip <laughs>
1: bonds with his friends it's like just met this girl do you want to <sighs> go stalk her? maybe we could play Playstation afterwards <laughs> you know me Chip I'll try and help as best as I can, but first I need you to answer a question for me. Why are you really doing this?
0: I'm just looking out for her. There's something about this girl, but I don't love her if that's what you're getting at. I don't. (laughs) Chip looked down at the floor. I don't think I can. He left Ridley's apartment. Probably for the best. I mean, I'm slightly more afraid of someone who's stalking someone and can't love a person. Yeah. That's worse. (laughs) That's a monster. That's someone that ends up on the news. The next morning, Ridley knocked on Chip's front door. It's open. He called out. Ridley entered and saw Chip sitting on the sofa, a beer in his hand. Bit early for that, ain't it? I had one left in the fridge. Oh. Ridley closed the fridge door and sat down in the armchair opposite Chip. You get it? I got something.
1: Had to bribe
0: a frickin' corrupt
1: cop to get it. I'll reimburse you. Not that type of bribe. Detective Bentley likes information. Anything that'll enable him to win Employee of the Month. Let's just say I won't be attending a high-stakes card game for a while. But enough about my stall pigeon-like qualities. They have the file on this guy. Was Detective Bentley the guy
0: from the subway station? Yeah, who then became Detective Hyde, but now we've gone back to Detective Bentley, I think. Cool. Okay, great. (laughs) Dwayne McCarthy. Chip said. What a boring name. (laughs) Ridley threw down a small brown folder onto Chip's table. The ninja picked it up and pulled out a few sheets of paper inside. Doesn't seem much
1: here. Do you think that somebody listening called Dwayne McCarthy is going to listen to this and immediately stop? He's been listening for years. He's a most loyal follower. I was like, how dare you call my name? Boring. I I've got a lovely semi-expensive suit.
0: Listen, if anyone is still listening to us right now... <laughs> don't get us put them off. Is no. Right? They've come this far, and Dwayne McCarthy's like, I don't care, I don't <laughs> wanna, I'm i here for, to a bitter end now.
1: <laughs> That's because his slate is clean. Never been in trouble with the law, had a steady job for the past nine years, born with similar
0: parents, lived a blameless life. So he is a good guy. Chip put the folder back onto the table and sat back in his seat. Hell no. Ridley replied,
1: Pardon? Okay, in this city alone, a record like that is damn near impossible to keep. But if he's hanging around the dives we call home and picking up Supergirls, then something ain't right with this guy. So, (laughs) Chip
0: was right. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, that's the message we're going to get from this episode, MC. So, how, like, is it really that hard to... Yes, Not... it is. In a town like this, in a bar like Mox MC, it's really hard to have a clean record and be a nice person. Oh, okay. i got to find Cat. Make sure she's okay.
1: The chick can handle herself
0: from what I've seen. We've got time. We'll need it. I have no idea where to start looking. We could hit our local haunts, but we can't sit around waiting for nightfall.
1: What about this cop? I hate to ask, but... Like how Chip's like, I have no idea where to start looking. I definitely don't have the itinerary of her (laughs) daily movements and habits or anything. Way ahead of you, bud. Tried killing two birds with one stone when I was there this morning. There's nothing on her. She's not in the system. Chip thought for a few moments.
0: (sighs) What are you, cat? And that's where we're going to mercifully end Kill Me Quick, Part 1. Oh good, this is the bit where we break down the
1: episode, MC. It was horrible. It was just horrible and it was shit. Let's just
0: brush over those horrible things. I kind of don't want to because I feel like that's what the episode is going to be and I want to call out the horribleness of it. Okay, sure. It started with the worst piece of literature ever committed to paper or whatever this is. Yeah. Just a really, really lame attempt at trying to be a good writer.
1: But... It was it was, it was was atrocious, but mm-hmm. I can forgive an attempt to improve. Okay, right. You know, like this yeah. is you trying to add depth to your writing and it's clumsy and bad. And
0: Yeah, and we've seen that I can be semi-successful in it in the last episode. And at least uh, there is I mean, an improvement. If yeah, yeah. Yeah, and this has just gone almost too far the other way.
1: Well, you're trying too hard and yeah, you don't have the skills to back it up. It's like
0: I put on my, you know, fedora or whatever like that. And I was like, yeah, I'm a writer, man. Now look at how I describe this nightclub that I've never been to. Yes. Yeah. And um. a giraffe demon, lovely, best part Yeah, yep. absolutely But then this whole thing about Chip clearly being obsessed with Cat, mm-hmm. And I I really can't decide if I was making that okay or justified That's the
1: because at the end it does seem like you justify it with Well, this guy doesn't have a criminal record, therefore he's a
0: scumbag Yeah, I'm really hoping it goes the way of like Oh, it was a thing. He, he did happen to be a bad guy But seriously, Chip, you need to sort your fucking life out Yeah because it's not okay to think this way and yeah. have a character act like this. And I thought Ridley you know, saying about that was going to be the moment where he was like, you know what, I'm, you know, I'm doing a bad thing. Yeah, but no. Instead, Ridley was like, you're right. Yeah. I, I do honestly think that I didn't write this in a sort of Chip is right kind of way. Right. I do think it's trying to convey how Chip... Um, took that moment of kindness from Kat at the start of the series as something more and I think they've kind of said that between them that Chip thought it was something more Kat didn't because Kat uh, likes to live her life and do her thing and be with different guys And I think Chip is not used to that and took it as more and he's kind of obsessed and also seen that darkness in Cat that he had. Yeah, yeah. And it's just handled really badly. As most things usually are, this just feels particularly worse. It sure does. In a really, really bad episode. Well, if you want to get in touch with us, (laughs) there's (laughs) numerous ways in which you can do that. (laughs) Uh, Um, If you wanted to, you can find us on Facebook where we are at facebook.com slash podcast.
1: We're on Twitter
0: <laughs> at How I Ripped Off, and if you want to find our entire back catalogue, which is way better, <laughs> yeah, really, everything that we thought was shit now seems like a brilliant piece of a piece of writing. Yeah, yeah, and those are on SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, and YouTube. Listen to Sonic High
1: School. It's <laughs> it's problematic in its own way, but at least none I did of write it. us write it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, oh,
0: how are you going to deliver this one?
1: Don't leave us a review. (laughs) We don't deserve it.